This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Welcome to the Carpool Podcast with Kelly. Hot take, I'm not the biggest ice cream person, but when I'm pregnant, I need ice cream. And Liz. I thought I really knew a lot about what the Gen Z's were saying, and since starting this podcast, I've never felt more lost in my life. Your mom time off starts now. Welcome back to the Carpool Podcast with Liz. What's happening? <laughs> no, no, no. You were chewing on a uh, you were chewing on a pepper. So it's I more felt like, like I had welcome to... back to the Carpool Podcast with Kelly and Liz. Well, I think I did it really well. Debatable. Anyway, okay. nonetheless, we have a very exciting show for you guys today. We have our first guest who we're not related to. Yep, that's big. We have Whitney Woods joining us for our industry news and ditch the drive through segment. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a test drive. We have some um, updates to catch some people up on. We have yep. a millennial word of the day. Just all the things you look for in your favorite weekly podcast. Absolutely. We are filming this one, so it should be up on YouTube. So check us out. Still haven't updated the office yet, but... We're on we it. do have a desk on order and chairs. Oh, so. we do have chairs on order. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, what's the plan for like the background? Are we like wallpaper okay, girlies? So like, what's the I've story? I've seen wallpaper. I've also seen a lot of podcasts do like curtains. Oh, I don't know about all that. So it's just like a backdrop. Um, I don't know. I also want to get a sign of our logo. So I, I don't know. I have, I have a lot of ideas and no way to execute them. So. Well, you have nothing but ways to execute them. We shall see. Okay. Well, anyway, before we go much further, I think we should have our millennial word of the day. Okay. But before we get into that, we have to thank our sponsor for today's episode, mm-hmm. and that is Keen's Stroller Wagons. Again, guys, this was the original stroller wagon. They offer two and four passenger options, and they actually offer them in three models. And this is hilarious. They sent over, in car terms, how they would describe each one of their models. Oh, so I'm going to read cute. that to you. Okay, so the uh, 7S is the adventure wagon. It's the it's perfect for rugged terrain in a beach. In car terms, oh. your SUV, Land Rover, Jeep, or an expedition. Cute. cute. That's so cute. Okay, the classic is sleek and good for city slash shopping. Only comes in a two passenger. So think like a luxury coupe. And the XC model is the ultimate luxury ride, BMW, Mercedes. It has the all terrain wheels, canopy system, and snack tray. So whatever you're looking for in your stroller wagon, Keens has the options. I love it. They are known for quality. Um, they are perfect for busy parents. We've been using them. We've been using it a lot, honestly, because there's just something easy about throwing your children in it. Yeah. And then like walking around the neighborhood. It makes it. Yeah. It, it, it doesn't make it such an event. It's easy. And I actually think it's easier to put your kids in and out of that than in and out of a stroller. Absolutely. Now, I still love a stroller. I'm like, there's still a time and place for a stroller. Absolutely. But like. I'm putting, we're loving it. And like the snack tray is amazing. It's just great. So if you guys are interested in trying it out, uh, we do have a discount code exclusive here at the carpool. The code is carpool for $50 off any wagon. And you can find that at K-E-E-N-Z dot U-S and save $50 off any wagon with code carpool. Awesome. Okay, let's hear our millennial word of the day. Okay, so we actually called Sydney our 20, 
two-year-old sister. She's going to be 22 next week. And she said a word that she's been saying a lot is purr. And can you spell it? She said it was spelled P-U-R-R. And it's confusing because... Okay, so purr is supposed to mean, like, something good. So it's like... Um, or, or, oh, no, what did she say? She said, sounds good. So it's like, oh, do you want to go get margaritas and tacos? Purr. Yeah, I think it stands for perfect. Perfect. But why is it P-U-R-R? That's where they lose me. I think they just like to do things like that. But yeah, I think you can use it interchangeably with perfect. It does seem like. Okay, sounds good. It does seem like with a lot of the Gen Z slang, it's best kept in the written word. Because I don't know if anyone's going around saying purr. No, Sydney said she's going around being like, okay, purr. Okay, I'm not so sure. Anyway, per is our millennial word of the day. The kids apparently are saying it. If our sisters are saying it, the kids are saying it. Stands for perfect. I guess. We'll try to use it throughout the podcast and just like see what feels right. I thought I really knew a lot about what the Gen Z's were saying. And since starting this podcast, I've never felt more lost in my life. I feel so old hearing some of these words and just like seeing the things that are happening on TikTok. I just think I need to get off TikTok in general. I think it's I much know. too young of a platform for me I in know. my headspace. So, yeah. I agree. Okay, well, anyway, we, I wanted to give everyone a little bit of an update because if you remember last week, I looked at you like you were an absolute idiot when you told me you could identify the differences between the three different colors of peppers. <laughs> I have since slightly changed my tune because I did realize there are roasted red peppers. Yeah, not roasted yellow peppers. Not roasted yellow peppers. So I do feel as though maybe there's a reason for that and they are in fact different. But nonetheless, I have brought a little show and tell with the class and I have in this bowl a red, a yellow, and a orange Orange. pepper. And I'm going to have Elizabeth close her eyes. Do not even think about chewing into the mic. Literally, the people will will come. I won't. And I want you to taste it. And tell me which color it is, okay? Okay, I think my predictions, I think I'm going to be able to tell red. I think yellow and orange are, are going to be where it gets a little tricky. And I'm just trying to think, like, what should my strategy be? Do you know what I mean? Because it's like... Yeah. I'm so nervous. <laughs> you should be. Okay. okay. Ready? Uh, yeah. Let me have Are you... Promise your eyes are closed? I swear, I'm not. I, I really want to know if I can do it. Let me show the camera which color it is. Okay. <laughs> it's harder. <laughs> She's not saying anything. Get on. Give me the give me the remnant. Okay, I'm gonna turn her mic back on. Okay. <laughs> I'm like I said, I don't think it's red. Okay, I'm gonna say it was a yellow pepper. Okay, I'm not gonna tell you till the end. Okay, ready? Mm. I'm gonna say that one was the red one. Okay, and then finally one more. So by. This should be orange. That was yellow. The first one was orange. Second one was red. This one was okay, yellow. Okay, open your eyes. <laughs> you got it right. Are you kidding me? <laughs> you got it right. That's incredible. Don't chew another one. Your mic's on. Oh my gosh, we're gonna get. Literally... What I tell you? What I'm, did I color tell me you? impressed, Elizabeth? I did not think you were able to get it. You can taste the red one has more like depth to it. But also, isn't a red pepper just a ripe green pepper? Isn't that a fact too? Kel, I have no idea. Well, you know, like I said last episode, I'm going to be quite the gardener this summer, so stay tuned for that. Wow, I'm so impressed with myself. That was amazing. Truly. Okay, well, that's that on that. So now I believe you have have a super exciting test drive for the class. I have the test drive. You guys, ever since we started this podcast, back in when we started, like February, January? Uh, Yeah, February. 
I have been in search for this test drive for the Little Debbie ice cream. Now, Little Debbie, we know Little Debbie, we love her. Nutter Butter, not not Nutter Butter, but the peanut butter ones. Zebra cakes. Yeah, Nutter Butters. Nutter Butters, is yeah. that her? Oatmeal cream pies. Cosmic zebra brownies. Cakes. Yeah, like she does, she, she does the most. We grew took, up on her. She took her snack cakes and turned it into an ice cream. Now, I every single time I go to a store, I have gone to the ice cream section to look for them. And the other day I was at Walmart and lo and behold, they were there. I bought every flavor except one was sold out, which was like strawberry shortcake, which I'm not upset we're missing. But other than that, I bought every other flavor. And the flavors are... It is almost shocking that it took them this long to come out with this. So we have zebra cakes. Yum. And here's oatmeal cream pies. Okay, we haven't tried any of these either. Cosmic brownies. That one's got a smack. Nutty bars. Nutty bars, not nutter butter. And Swiss rolls. Ugh. So we have not tried these, but we gave some to George and my fiance has had some. So that's why some of them are going to be open. Um, what, so are your, what are your immediate thoughts? Well, I hot take. I'm not the biggest ice cream person. No, me neither. Like in every single one of these, I would prefer the snack cake. Me too. I mean, I haven't tasted them yet, but I can only imagine I would prefer the snack cake. But I will say, you want to know when I ate the when I'm pregnant I need ice cream. Like, I think it helps the heartburn. So, like, I I eat a lot of ice cream when I'm pregnant. I don't really eat it in my day-to-day life, though. So, I'm excited. I'm probably most excited for oatmeal cream pie because I think it sounds interesting. I feel like all the other ones are just going to taste like ch- some sort of variation of a chocolate. Yeah, if they have, like, pieces of it and it's more of, like... Like uh, a cookie dough vibe. Like a cookie dough vibes, I think it's going to be really good. If it's just the flavors, it's like you... Then we have, like, three... We have two chocolates sitting right in front of us, you Exactly. Know? So I think that's going to be what's difficult. So... Um, okay, so let's give them a little tasty taste. Okay, which one do you want to start with? Yeah, let's um, start with the cosmic, cosmic brownies. brownies. Yeah. Now, these are, like... Oh, it's, a little, it's really frozen. These were like the hot thing to bring in school on your birthday. You know when you bring a birthday treat? It's delicious. So, But it also just tastes like chocolate. So it's there cons- are some of the little like candy tops. Yeah, there are some little tops. On top. Yeah, um, it's a very disgusting color of brown. Which, like, is not something I really noticed. It has a little bit too much of a red hint to it, and it's reminding me very much of a diaper. A dirty diaper. I did get a piece of the candy bite, and I, I did enjoy that. Mm. I guess it does taste like a cosmic brownie. Like, I just don't think cosmic brownies are, like, the tastiest tasting of chocolate. No, I agree. Like, I totally agree. So, not very excited about that one. Let's pass me oatmeal cream. Okay. Um, hard to say if this one has remnants or not. Don't look, does not look like it has any remnants. Well, you gotta, you gotta dig around. These suck. That tastes like nothing like oatmeal cream pie. It tastes like bad vanilla ice cream. Hate. Doesn't yeah. that just taste like nothing? Mm. Yeah, I would rather go buy a good vanilla and like put crumbled up pieces of oatmeal cream pie inside of it. What are you trying now? Zebra cakes. It's just like, it's so underwhelming, Elizabeth. Sorry, I'm not trying to be a hater. Okay, Kelly, stop moving so fast. You're not even letting me get any. You're being so rude right now. Sorry. We have to tell the people what they're going to be get. Oh, my gosh. If you keep going ahead of me, Kelly, I'm still on zebra cakes. (laughs) Calm down, you little greedy. 
Swiss rolls. Move your freaking, I can hear you. Chewing. It's triggering. Zebra cakes, because I'm still on that one. <laughs> Kelly's already on the freaking nutty bars. This, this is point. a lot going on. I don't like this game. Kelly, calm down. Why are you trying to rush through this? Because I don't think it's very riveting podcast content now that we're sitting here doing it. Like, they just heard you not eat peppers, now they're hearing us not eat ice cream. Well, we're... G- well, Kelly, here's the thing. They're not going to hear anything if you just rush through <laughs> it and don't give them a reaction. Okay. Sorry, I'm underwhelmed. And that's just... Okay, I'm, so what I thought about the zebra case <laughs> is, you know, at the school lunch when you... Um, oh, this is a, you know the school lunch where they would give you the chocolate ice cream with the vanilla swirl in it? Mm-hmm. Or no, the opposite. The vanilla ice cream with the chocolate swirl, that's what it tastes like. Oh, I don't disagree. Now I'm on... Now I'm on Swiss roll. Also, this is a disgusting color. I know. The browns are just slightly off. Don't you agree? This one has chunks in it, though. I didn't get any of those. I would just... I love a Swiss roll. Like, if I... I love a Swiss roll. Yeah, that was not good. No, not good. All right, Nutty Bar. Nutty Bar has to save it. And it's not that, like, I think these are bad, but I wouldn't buy them. It's kind of this where I'm at. This is not the color. But I also, maybe we're just like, what color is it? Looks like vanilla Yeah, like, what is that all about? Oh, oh my gosh. Isn't Nutty Bar supposed to be... Wait, that one's actually really good. Is it? Mm-hmm. Is that going to save the crowd? That one's actually really good. Nutty Bars is delicious. I'm taking that one home. You can keep the rest. <laughs> um, so, here's my final verdict. Um... I think they just wanted to do it so that idiots like me would look for it every single time. It's branding. Grocery store. It's total branding. They picked bad flavored ice cream and they put their stuff in there, but not enough of it. I would rather go and buy an ice cream and. Yeah, I mean, if you did, if you did a blind taste test on me for any of those, I would not have got a single one right, which I do think is just like an interesting thing to mention. Nutty Bar is really good though. Nutty so, bar is really that's good. That's the so only one worth Maybe getting. get that one. Besides that, I would not waste your time. Um, and that was to the test drive. I just want to remind everybody that our book club book for this month is How to Stop Time by Matt Haig. I just bought it on Audible. So I will be listening. I'll give everyone an update next week. And I hope it's... I'm not expecting it to be as good as it ends with us, but I hope it's decent. I'm sure it will be. It has pretty good reviews. And there's been some other book clubs that have done it recently. So I feel like that's always a good sign, like when other book clubs are doing it. Oh, for sure. Um, So just before we move into some of our other segments, um, how's the wedding planning going? We haven't really talked about your wedding much. I know. Um, It's because it's going going pretty well. So we are having an August wedding. Um, We're getting married at a little cathedral it's called the old cathedral in st louis and then we are going to get our reception is in this like beautiful grand ballroom maddie will be in his marine corps uniform the other men will be in tuxes the bridesmaids will be in black like it's going to be very like here's the thing is i'm not an august bride at all like i was meant to be a fall winter bride yeah um so really I'm not a bright colored person. I'm very plain. I'm very monotone. So I don't really have um, a big color. And I was also trying to match the aesthetic of the Marine Corps uniform. So I went with all black. Um, Well, that was hard, especially because like half the groomsmen 
are going to be in their marine uniforms. Half the groomsmen are going to be in tuxes. Yeah, because we have 10 bridesmaids and 10 groomsmen. So we couldn't like just come out with a, so, like, a bunch of bright colors or like do yeah. different dresses or anything because it just would have been way too much. Yeah. So that's what we're doing on that. Um, I'm actually pretty excited about the black. The dresses are beautiful. They are beautiful. And it's going to be a hot August day. So I think everyone will be thanking me for black. Um, Which is the opposite <laughs> of what you would think. But her point being like, it's not going to show sweat. Exactly. Exactly. Um, and let's see. Other than that, a couple of fun things that we're doing at the uh, cocktail hour. Something I'm really excited about is we're having a little, um, I don't know if you call them a... Like a string quartet? Like a quartet I don't or something. Know. I don't know, but they... Fancy musical interest, <laughs> Fancy instruments. Fancy musical instruments. I don't know how many people we're having, but they will be playing Bridgerton-esque music. So I'm talking like Ariana Grande put the classical music. Oh my gosh. I speak. We should do a Bridgerton recap really quick because I have. It is such an amazing show. And oh, like, it's such an amazing I'm show. I'm so hyped for your wedding, Tyler. I made him watch Bridgerton this season with me. He. I have frequently caught him re watching the season's highlights on YouTube. Oh my God. Literally, like. So, like, our YouTube account is like on our TV. And I was turning on Blippi this morning for George. And the last thing, the last thing searched was Bridgerton final dance scene. Like, <laughs> he is. Uh, Tyler, obsessed with oh my gosh, what a sweet man. He loves it. I thought this season, I watched the first season and this season. I honestly think I preferred this season more. I thought just like the story was a little bit better. What did you think? Um, I think I liked the first season better. Um, what I liked it. What I liked about this season is that you kind of like know all the characters. So That's true. There's less of that introduction. But I felt like this one was will they, won't they until the last 20 minutes of the show. And that kind of bothered me because I felt like in the first season, it was like, will they, won't they, they will. And then we get like two more episodes of their life together. And like we can see them when they're together, go through problems and like solutions and things like that. Exactly. And I was just like, I was bored with the, okay, I'm ready. Now I'm not ready. Okay, let's do it. No, my honor says I can't like blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, J- we know you're going to get there. Just get there. Well, and like, y- we kind of talked about this when we did the podcast on uh, the great eight of rom-coms. It's like, what Edwina do? Like, why is she tight? Like, I hate that like Edwina had to go through all of this heartbreak. And I also just, it, what, what, what? What was frustrating about it was if they just would have been adults and like had a conversation, like said how they were feeling, we wouldn't have had any of these issues. Right. Like this could have just like been stopped. Like Edwina wasn't even that into him. I think she was into him, but like shouldn't have to be. And there really wasn't any real reason why Kate couldn't marry someone. She's just like, oh, no. It was just silly, but I did like how they kind of had that in common and that they were willing to sacrifice and do anything for their younger siblings. And I think that that was something that really drew them together. So I feel like them playing that angle of it was good for her. I do feel like sometimes. Yeah. So I'm actually going through the process of listening to the Bridgerton books. Are you? Yes. I told you this, Kelly. I didn't know it was like official. I thought we were going to do it together. No, because you didn't want to do it. So I'm listening to one and I just kind of want to fast forward to the third one. But I do feel like I need to set the scene because I know that the books. Wait, so do the books follow the same Netflix series? Like it's Daphne, then Anthony? Yeah. So they follow that. But I don't know. It'll just be interesting to see what they talk about in the books and what they change for the show. Yeah. And like I also Penelope is out of control. Yeah. I'm like, I was hoping... 
I wanted the storyline to be she tells Eloise and then like they work on it together. And I didn't like the storyline of instead she like destroys any glimmer of a relationship she was going to have with Eloise. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know about all that. And then like are Colin and Penelope going to end up together? I hope so. I really do. Anyway. She deserves it. Great show. She had good intention. She just messed up. Like she she did that to Eloise for good intentions, but she I think she was just like a little bit selfish with wanting to hold on to Lady Whistledown and not tell Eloise because if she told Eloise and it, it wouldn't be her thing anymore. So yeah, I don't know. I thought it was I, th- I still thought it was a good season. I mean, I think it's like a beautifully well done show, and I do like all the characters. Except, am I wrong? So their their names go in alphabetical order. So yeah. it's Anthony, Benedict, Colin. Daphne, Eloise, Francesca. Who's Francesca? She's not really in it that much. I think she's like traveling in the show. Okay, Francesca, Gregory, Gregory Hyacinth. Hyacinth. Okay, so Francesca, because I've never seen her. Yeah, I I think she might have been like in the first episode of the first season or something, because I thought the same thing through my head. I don't know what her deal. I was is. like, do I not know the alphabet? Like, what am I missing yeah. here? Oh, okay, sounds good. Yeah. I thought it was interesting to see how the dad died. That was scary can you believe that you could just die from a bee sting back then well i guess he was allergic or something well i know i mean a lot of people are like if you get stung by a bee like if you don't have an epi pen like that's what happens that's why people have to keep epi pens yeah on that them. was like a lot to, that was and i thought like some of the best acting of the entire season was when kate got stung by a bee and like just seeing oh my- like i just got chills. like that scene was like it was so well done on both i mean they are both incredible actors. Incredible. And Anthony was like, I could feel like his stress and his anxiety. And it, he still portrayed it in a very like worried, but very like masculine way. I don't you know. It was could, just like amazing. You knew exactly what was going through his head. And like in that moment, you knew it was going to be a, it kind of reminded me of um the uh, Bachelor with, um, Matt uh Matt James was that his name? Yeah. When him and Rachel go uh skydiving and then she like lands funny and he like thought she was seriously hurt and then he like runs over to her and he was like in that moment when I thought that like you could have been hurt or you could have been dead like that's when I realized that you were the one for me and I feel like that was what happened there. Yeah. When he realized that Kate could be hurt or could not even hurt could literally die from that he knew yeah how much he cared for her really and then i think like once kate found out that's how his dad died like for her it was also the whole like oh he's not just some yeah guy trying to just yeah you know so marry for the wrong reasons that was an unexpected bridgerton journey um sorry i didn't mean i I mean i wanted to recap that with you because i did think it was such a fabulous show i could talk about it forever and like there hasn't been a time where i've had a show and i mean we finished it in three nights and it's just incredible. So if you haven't watched it, watch it. And it, I do feel like it's the kind of show where, like, if you're significant other, it's like, no, I don't want to watch it. Like, just turn it on. And the next thing you know, it, they're like, wait, so who's that guy? Yeah. Wait, so who's that person talking it's, to? It's beautifully made. Beautifully. Um, but anyway, the only other thing I wanted to say about my wedding that I'm really excited about is um, I'm having a margarita ice luge. So. A margarita ice luge. Yeah. <laughs> Wedding's going to be lit. <gasps> don't worry. We'll be capturing all the content. I'm actually thinking about, I'm trying to find someone to capture the content at your wedding for me so you want to hire like another photographer um not necessarily a photographer or videographer just like yeah or just like maybe 
like bring betsy or something and just like betsy's let her... invited okay perfect betsy at the wedding i'm gonna give you my <laughs> phone i want you to create the content my idea for my maid of honor speech is either gonna land or it's not gonna land and i'm a little bit nervous you're not just gonna like stand up and like give a speech like regular people do i don't think that'd be like me okay. you know <laughs> what i'm saying um okay but i'm nervous about the speech especially because i don't know who the best man is and like it's always a competition like who's like whose speech is better best man or maid of honor is it oh uh, liz there's elizabeth well there's okay, here's always the thing. a clear winner here's the thing you have a leg up because maddie doesn't have any brothers and maddie's uh best man has only met me one time so i know but sometimes those are the one you know is it is he a marine <laughs> uh yeah see so he's got the uniform I'd much rather, people are probably going to much rather want to stare right at him. off the bat. Yeah. So he's got that. Okay. I so do Kelly know most of the people in the room. I do know you and Maddie very well, but I don't know the uniform. <laughs> anyway, I've got some ideas. Um, I don't feel like I should share. No, well, I would rather if you didn't. Yeah. Because I think like it should be a surprise. But yeah, just know that it's on my heart. It's on my mind. And I'm full swing on playing the bachelorette party. That's going to be fun. I'm so excited for that. We're going to oh, update on my last purchase. Because I oh yeah the hair out. extensions uh-huh. no 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 hair extensions I returned they weren't my color the hundred eighty three dollar one piece that I got mm-hmm. love it keeping it it is darling you sent me a video keeping it's it it's still a it. little diaper city but what? it has a belt which very much distracts from the diaper city I agree so anyway very excited about that Thank that you. is very exciting but the hair extensions did not work out no I ordered a different color though and someone messaged me saying that if it's real human hair you can take it to your oh, um, hairstylist and they can color it to match so oh that is an interesting that's easy thought but I feel like yeah let's just try one more time do you think it would have matched my hair yeah but you should have let me try it. well I know I had to go return them well I'm like super into slick back ponytails right now if you can't tell from my hair so if yeah. you're like looking so I think that's like an important thing for every woman mother to learn how to master a hairstyle with dirty hair and i've never really mm. been able to do that like i try i follow this girl on Insta- instagram jasmine ray hair Co. do you follow her no okay she one time didn't wash her hair for 30 days and you're like whoa but she like does a lot of care on her scalp yeah. and like it's actually healthy for your hair and it's not that gross like she's still showered but she just did a lot of like scalp training whatever long story yeah. short i've done a lot of things to extend my washes so right now i can go like four days without washing my hair but like Mm -hmm. i need dry shampoo right and then once you apply dry shampoo like once you get to the dry shampoo part i can't continue to put dry shampoo in my hair for like the next day or two so anyway i'm excited about this new slick back look because i feel like this is my Mm -hmm. last hurrah but like if i ever you have to go wash your hair yeah and like what a good like tool to have in my pocket because it looks so intentional it like looks sleek it looks fresh but my hair is super dirty cute <laughs> anyway i think if you're wanting to try it i think you should i think the key is a pomade because i tried to do this look with hair gel and hairspray before but that makes it way too crusty a pomade like smooths and shines everything mm. back and gives like your hair enough texture to make it all work without giving you like crusty or greasy city so okay great just something i wanted to update everybody on thanks for sharing okay carpool crew we are very excited to welcome our first guest who's not related to us yeah and that is whitney woods whitney please say hello hello everybody (laughs) i'm excited to be 
So we met Whitney at Women in Auto at NADA. I know at NADA at the Women Driving Automotive Luncheon, where Kelly was a speaker and Whitney was a panelist, also a speaker. And we met her at the speaker's table and um, <laughs> she we just sort of fell in love with her. She's super sweet. Um, she has a really incredible backstory and it's just an all around absolute girl boss. And we are here for it. Yeah. Like. Whitney's actually the car mom. (laughs) I feel like an imposter compared to Whitney. I mean, we are so excited to dive into her story. We have some great questions we're going to ask her. Um, We're going to get her take on the hottest topics in auto during the industry news segment. And then Whitney is going to bring us a ditch to the drive-thru today. Heck yes. So quick little background on Whitney, and then I'll let her introduce herself and say a little bit more. She is the dealer principal and president at Yates Buick GMC, and she's also a mom of two. So she really does it all. Truly. So Whitney, we would love if you would just introduce yourself and tell everyone a little bit about how you found yourself to be a mom of two and dealer principal. So it's it's a crazy story. It's been a whirlwind of a year. Um, So I... My background was in um, sales always, and I worked in a dealership when I was 15 years old, did all the things, filing papers, answering phones, that in college, and afterwards did marketing here, um, did customer service, but I didn't really work in the general manager capacity. I wasn't running the store, and um, then in March of last year, my dad actually passed away. And the decision was made by my family. I have a brother and, a, and my mom, so it's a small family, um, that we did not want to sell the store and that we were going to keep it and that I was going to apply to be dealer principal. And um, I immediately enrolled in NADA, their uh, academy for auto dealer uh, candidates, I guess you could say, and just finished that and got approved uh, over the summer and became the dealer here. So kind of crazy. Um, I have a two-year-old and a five-year-old. So it's been a lot, but in a good way. I think I was so interested to hear how like you had to apply to become a dealer principal. I mean, I think, and I I remember we had a conversation at the luncheon where you were telling somebody how you didn't know if you were going to get accepted. And I'm like, oh my gosh, how is Whitney Woods not going to, like, I can't even believe that would have been a question. And it just is a process that I, that I haven't really, that I don't know anything about. I think a lot of other people don't also. So I think it's super admirable what you're doing. I'm sure your dad is beyond super proud of you. Um, And I'm also so proud of you. So, I mean, if you're looking for a good Instagram follow, Whitney Woods is it. Yeah, she's fun. She's fun. (laughs) Like, she's doing all the things. And I'm really proud of what they've done with Yates Buick GMC. So, just recently, I shared on my stories. But did you know that she's hosting a car seat check event? I did. I saw that. Which I think is... such a genius idea. Obviously, it was my idea. But oh my gosh. <laughs> I think I that's, all of that makes I don't know if you've noticed. Know, you said I had to do the educate, um, entertain the ease for yes, posting. the four ease always, always yeah. working on that. Well, that is your story is just so cool. So I know you you haven't been in the position for too too long, but how how is it going? How is that work life balance going as a mom and also working a very demanding job and being in charge of a whole dealership. Yeah. So it's different than before because I have 110, around 110 employees and that's a huge responsibility plus my kids. Um, 
and even though I was always a working mom, I, I had a lot more free time. So it's just been a, a little bit of an adjustment, but thankfully I have a lot of help and my husband's been really good about running carpool and picking the kids up and doing all that stuff for me because he knows that, you know, I, I have to be here. So, um, and, and even more so now during this year than probably later when I'm learning, you know, I have to, I have to really dive in. I'm trying to learn every single aspect of the store. So it's been tough. Um, it's, it's, I think every job though, when you're a mom is hard, you know, being, being a mom at home is hard. Being a mom that works is hard. Doesn't matter if you're doing something, you know, part-time, full-time, it's hard. Yeah, I totally agree. And I know that a lot of our other listeners do. I mean, every kind of mom you are has its own challenges. So can you tell us a little bit about like what your favorite part of running a dealership is? I think it's the employees and the customers, like the connection part of it. I love um, helping people and I love that my employees can trust me and that I can help them. I just, I really feel this like deep protection over them. And that was kind of my reason for wanting to run the store and not wanting to sell the store. I kept thinking of the 110 people that work here and how they, they needed us to still have the store for them. Hmm. So did your dad start the dealership? He did. So he started it when he was my age, which I kept thinking about that too. <laughs> um, and he, he did it come from a car family. So he, uh, he was a used car salesman and that's what he was doing when my mom met him. And then he told her one day I'm going to own a car dealership. And she's like, okay, she didn't really know what all went into that. Then he got a used car lot, and then somehow in 1984, he convinced General Motors to give him a GMC franchise. So he did it with no money, no family history, nothing, and started it. And, and now we have a really large dealership in, in Goodyear. That's so That's crazy. so cool. And it's kind of similar to our dad's story. So our grandpa had a used car lot. But then our dad and his brother, kind of same thing. Like, they were not the big dogs in St. Louis. They didn't have a lot of money. And they somehow convinced uh-huh. um, Nissan to give him a brand, too. So it's just so crazy to... That's how it That's how it goes. So, um, Whitney, I, I know your dealership. You're very pro-woman. I, I saw on your website you have, like, a ladies' night for, or ladies' day for service. And you guys mm-hmm. are all... Always on your Instagram, it looks like you're really trying to like bridge that gap. So what advice do you have for women car shopping when they're feeling intimidated by the process? I think just be confident. Go in confidently. Um, And don't be afraid to ask questions. Don't be afraid to say no. And, you know, just there's we love our women buyers. And I think most dealerships do. It's, It's a misconception. And things have really changed a lot. We still have a lot of work to do, obviously. But I think confidence and don't be afraid to voice what you want. Yeah, I think that's really great advice. I also love what you said about asking questions. I think, you know, it's so important to find a reputable dealership and a salesperson. And you kind of do have to find someone who you can trust so you can ask them the questions, especially like in this crazy car buying time, Mm -hmm. asking questions, having confidence, but also being able to trust somebody and kind of letting go of some of those misconceptions, I think is definitely important. Yeah. I do too. And I love educating buyers. I think that I always tell all of my salespeople, you want them to be educated. You want them to feel confident and feel like they have control over the situation. Absolutely. So we pulled our Instagram 
and just allow people to ask you any questions that they want. So I know you weren't totally prepared for this, but we're going to do a couple rapid fire questions if that's okay with I you. Know. Okay. I hope I can answer them. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're pretty easy. They're, well, they're, I think you've well, got they're it. Questions. <laughs> well, they're questions. Well, they're questions. Well, I'll give you an easy one. What kind of car do you drive? I drive a Yukon XL AT4. And someone also asked, what is your favorite thing and least favorite thing about a Yukon? Um, my, honestly, I love it so much. I know that's lame. I don't have a least favorite thing. Uh, maybe the size of it is pretty large. It's hard to park if you're like in a tight space, <laughs> but it has all the cameras so I can just maneuver it like it's a little car. <laughs> that, abs- hey, that's okay to love everything about your car as well. Um, someone else asked, what is it like being a president in an industry pri- primarily dominated by men? So it's interesting. I had not really given it too much thought until it started happening and uh some of the questions you get or faces you get are are much different and it's it is interesting you know people have asked me how do you how can you run a dealership with two small kids they asked me that when i was applying to get into the wow. the dealership position and you know they wouldn't ask my dad that they would you know, never no they that's would never crazy. ask a man like one thing that's going on instagram right now is when's the last time you ever heard term working dad wow right Probably. A hundred percent. That is so we, interesting that they asked you that. That is juicy gossip. Uh, it's even like some some me- well-meaning friends and family, you know, just, just people I know, too, were saying things like that. And I'm like, well, they'll be fine. They're used to me not being there all the time anyway. So it'll be okay, you know. Gosh, that's so cool. And the last question I'm going to ask from our from our audience is, um, what are your thoughts on the new Buick trademark logo? Oh, yeah. Wait, I know what you're talking about. (laughs) Well, it's not much of a story, but I have been really um, fishing for good industry news. So Buick recently filed a trademark for a slightly different variation of their logo. Okay. I'll send, I'll send you the, it's not that good of a story. That's why you haven't heard about it. I'll send you the article. Like it's just a black and white image. We don't even know if they're changing the colors. Basically the line, so they, they are sent, te- we'll text it to you. Okay. And yeah. we can post this on the carpool Instagram. It's a very minor change. Oh, how funny. Okay, cool. I want to see it. Let me, let me text this to you right now so we can get your live reaction. <laughs> It's probably your reaction's probably gonna be like, oh, okay. <laughs> okay, it looks the same. <laughs> I just thought that was a funny question. <laughs> oh, yeah, it does look similar. Well, apparently, okay. well, and it, we, it hasn't even been announced if it's the new logo, it's just that that one's been trademarked. I like it. It's she cool. likes it. She likes it. She's yeah. supportive of the brand always. Okay, so those are the questions we had for Whitney Woods specifically. Again, definitely follow her on Instagram. Is it just Whitney Woods? It's Wit Yates Woods on Instagram. Oh, Wit Yates Woods. She's a great Instagram follower. Yeah, and we were just talking that Whitney Woods is her um, married name, Yates. The name of the dealership is her maiden name. And we were just saying how Whitney got so lucky that her name is now Whitney Woods and Kelly is <laughs> Kelly Stumpy. <laughs> Kelly Stumpy. And I'm six feet tall. Like, what, a, what a bummer. I mean. And your married name, you're going to be Elizabeth St. John, which smacks. Yeah. Oh, that's you that sounds famous yeah i like that and so, people are I mean, like is it stump or stumpy i'm like <laughs> doesn't matter okay so now we want to get whitney's take on some very very 
juicy industry news that as always will leave you quaking the first is not technically a story but whitney i want you to tell the people what you know about the new hummer ev oh i know a lot because i have one currently here at the dealership um so we, we need whitney month. we need a takeover tour yes i'm gonna do it for you i gotta get it cleaned up it's yes. still um back in the back they're putting all the uh, uh like accessories on it um which there's quite a quite a bit of things that go on it afterwards um super cool it's even cooler in person than i imagined i'm super excited about it it's uh got a really good range it's gonna go i believe one charge can go 400 miles which is pretty cool um i know that people kind of were wondering how how much they could drive it um it's bigger than i thought it's wider than a sierra um it's, it's huge, actually. <laughs> Wider than a Sierra. That is, that is. Yeah. Really, yeah. And I mean, you could, totally, as a car seat, as a car seat person, you could totally put car seats in the back. I mean, it's like a, a SUV in there. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm literally dying to see the car seat set up. Like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited. It's so, really cool. Do you think it's going to be a, so who is it? It's fully electric, right? Fully electric. Yep. Wow. That's wild. Yep. Is it the and- biggest electric car out here right now? Yeah, I think it's the largest. It's gotta one on be, the right? Mm-hmm. And this one has I mean, you can take it off roading. I asked so it's already sold. And I asked the customer that bought it. I'm like, Are you gonna take it? Because he does off road and stuff, but he's like, I don't know. I mean it's so expensive. It's a hundred and ten thousand dollar car. Oh so <laughs> I wouldn't take it off roading, but <laughs> it can if you want. And how long did that customer wait for that car? Forever. I think he put his order in over a year ago. Um and he was, he must have been the very first one because his got picked up. I think they went in order of how they were put into the system. So his got picked up, but they did deliver it on time. They promised by the end of March and we got it hey. last day of March. So we'd love to see that. They, <laughs> yeah, they did do it on time. And the, the whole process has been a learning curve. Um, you know, GM's like, you've got to keep this car for at least five days. You're going to see how much you know, it needs. And it's true because it's the first one we've ever laid eyes on. So our technicians are learning, everybody's learning a brand new vehicle. So, and a new vehicle of its kind, you know, totally different. So um, definitely needed all the five days to get it ready for the customer. So do you think it's going to be like a competitor to like the new Ford Lightning that's coming out? Or is it kind of like a class of its own? It's kind of a class of its own, especially with the price point right now. But I do think the more generations we get, it will be. It is kind of niche. You know what I mean? It's like, who yeah. wants? It's almost yeah. like, and do you think it's going to kind of have, I mean, I feel like it probably already does have kind of a, a cult following. Like it's kind of Bronco vibes. Like people are going to go nuts oh, for it, it. It totally does. There's people that have been following the flatbed trucks that are bringing them around the country. <gasps> what? I would do that, to yeah. be honest with you. <laughs> oh my <laughs> gosh. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so yeah, we are dying for a takeover tour in pictures. So please, if you just send me the the footage, I'll post it on the Car Mom Instagram because I'm dying to see it. Yeah, and I didn't get invited. I didn't get invited to the event, so we never do. That's okay. Neither did I. (laughs) There we go. (laughs) Okay, so now I want to get your take on two other stories I have. Uh, They are not GM related, but. I still think they're interesting and I'd like your take. So the first one is that there is a new electric hybrid that has hit the market. That's kind of unique. It, well, it's, the car is not new, but a hybrid version. Well, the car is, okay. Anyway, it is the new Jeep Cherokee 4XE. So it is the Jeep Cherokee hybrid. The 
The Grand Cherokee 4XE, which launches this spring, brings a unique skill set to the nameplate with 25 miles of electric range and the torque boost that comes from an electrified powertrain. Jeep says the 4XE is more efficient than gasoline-powered V6 version and packs some more performance than the V8. So exciting that we're getting a hybrid version of the Jeep. But what I really want to know from the two of you is what is a car who you are dying to become a hybrid? I have mine. Good one. And it doesn't yeah. have to be it doesn't have to be GM or Buick. We'd actually prefer it not to be, Whitney. Really? Okay. Okay, do you want to know mine? <laughs> yeah. Sure, Kyle. I am dying for a Hyundai Palisade. I knew you were gonna say that. I mean, I love my Palisade that I'm driving so much right now. And I think that Hyundai's doing kind of a lot on the electric car front. I would love a hybrid version of the Palisade. That would be cool. That would be a like bestseller. A, a bestseller. Mm-hmm. What do you well, think, I Whitney? Make- I really want a hybrid Buick because I'm a Buick lover. I know. Oh, so you guys I don't have any hybrids, that's, do you? No, and I think hybrid would be cool because then you kind of capture people that are ready for change, but maybe not all the way. You know, they they can still. And so, get would their you gas. prefer a plug-in or an active hybrid? Um. I think a hype like an active hybrid. Yeah, I think I think I'm gonna say plug-in. I don't know. Yeah. I'm just feeling crazy this morning. You are. So wait, Whitney, <laughs> what's your what's your pick? Yeah, so what's Buick? If you could only pick one to become a hybrid, uh, probably a Buick Enclave because I love the space and I would drive mm. that with my kids. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, I forgot that Buick I, didn't have any electric or hybrid cars. I no, know but there, that's next in line. We're being told, so hopefully we will get it. And I do wonder, Buick. like, isn't it interesting? I think it's kind of the the race for the electric cars, but I'm also like, what if we made some current cars hybrid? Because I think a lot Mm -hmm. more people would take the jump from gas to hybrid than gas to electric. So I don't wonder if like, you know, Mm -hmm. like if you look at Hyundai, for example, Hyundai and Kia both, like Kia just comes out with the EV6 and Hyundai just comes out with the Ionic 5 and they just like glazed right over all of making some other cars hybrids, you know? Yeah. Now they did get, they did bring out the Sorento plug-in hybrid, but I just wonder like if that would be, I'm surprised that more manufacturers aren't taking that smaller jump on turning some gas cars hybrid. And right. so they're like, let's make an all new electric car. Yeah. Like, yeah. They're going all in with EV. They're, they're not even messing around. Liz, we didn't get you yet. Well, I was going to say, so funny. I was going to say Sorento and then I Googled it and I was like, I did not know they had a hybrid version. <laughs> yeah, so I, I don't know. I could say any car and you, they probably have a hybrid version of it already. So I'm passed. <laughs> okay. I see this is like a, I'm jumping off topic, but. GM and Honda is they're doing a partnership where they're going to make cars together that are under thirty thousand dollars fully electric. Yeah. Yes, wait, I just saw that on okay. I didn't no, I I have the story. This is perfect. Okay. GM Honda to jointly develop millions of affordable EVs by 2027. GM and Honda plan to co-develop a line of affordable electric vehicles with a focus on compact crossover starting in 2027. The automakers say the collaboration will enabled the global production of millions of EVs, including compact crossovers. The vehicles will be based on the new global electric architecture powered by GM's Ulatin battery technology, GM and Honda said in a joint statement on Tuesday. Ooh. Yeah, I'm a- not sure. That's like the most, seems like a very random crossover. I know. I know. That's what I was thinking. But we do need affordable electric cars. I mean, if we're really switching, we have to have things that are affordable for people. This is such an interesting story. I know. I thought so too. I don't know how it's going to work or who's going to sell them, but 
said, cool. I'm going to read yeah. one more line, okay? Who is going to sell them? The companies declined to provide a range of price points for the new EVs, but Ken Morris, GM's executive vice president of electric autonomous and fuel cell programs, said the vehicles would slot below the Chevy Equinox EV, both in size and price. GM has said the Equinox EV due in 2023 would start around 30000 So they're saying yeah. more affordable than the $30,000 vehicle. Wow. Which yeah. is... Mm-hmm. Wow, that is interesting. Well, anyway, we will keep an eye on this GM Honda store. I mean, we have till 2027, so I don't think anything's going to happen quite yet. But I'll be interested to see if any other manufacturers decide to team up with somebody to bring some, bring something new to the auto world. Mm-hmm. So, Whitney, that wraps up our industry news segment. Now, one of our most popular segments, not to put more pressure on you, is <laughs> Ditch the Drive Through, where we give you an any, where we give you an easy dinner recipe to get you out of your dinner rut and mix it up. And we're still working on the introduction. But as a busy mom of two, what is your go-to ditch the drive-through recipe? Okay, I thought about this. I think chicken broccoli casserole with a rotisserie chicken. It's the easiest. I can make it in my sleep. Tell us how you make it. Okay, it's kind of gross. Don't get gross. <laughs> uh, you use the chicken from a rotisserie. Of obviously. course. Love. And then two cans of cream of chicken soup. You mix in and one cup of mayonnaise that's where it gets a little gross but don't tell anyone that's in there and then a little splash of, of curry powder and oh. you mix it all together and then you put some broccoli in the microwave like a frozen broccoli mix that in and then layer it in a casserole dish with cheese on top and bake it it's i mean delicious. a I- classic yeah that <laughs> sounds interesting i like your i've made that before but i don't do it with a cup of mayo and i don't do it with curry powder so i think i need to be trying that so what's the what's the oven temp and for how long um 350 for like 45 minutes till it's bubbling the cheese is bubbling mm. and the, the, it's super so easy. good <laughs> well and we always love a recipe that's like so easy to take for lunches the next day makes great leftovers because like if i'm gonna cook in the kitchen I'm going to need to last more than one meal. Yeah. So I think that is a great one. Well, Whitney, thank you so much for joining us on the Carpool Podcast. We so enjoyed having you. And everyone can find Whitney on Instagram. And if you are in the, you're outside of Phoenix, right? I am about 20 miles west of Phoenix. So if you are 20 miles west of Phoenix (laughs) and you are in the market for a Buick or a GMC, definitely check out Yates Buick GMC. I think you guys are doing great things and I can't wait to continue to follow along. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. See ya. Bye, Whitney. Okay, well, Whitney, how amazing is she? She's the best. So we loved her to the drive-thru. I mean, you guys know we love a broccoli cheese casserole moment. Um, I'm going to give one more because it's something that I made this week that I think is a pretty good ditch the drive-thru. And hopefully next week we'll be able to have one of your voicemails. So please call in. Again, that number is 959-CARPOOL. 959-CARPOOL. Leave us a little voicemail. Tell us what you're making. Tell us how to make it. Um, mine is going to be a hot dog bar. Oh, okay. Hear me out here. First of all, I think we need to rethink what we think about hot dogs. There are some really great quality hot dogs that you can buy at your local grocery store that are like a step above an Oscar Mayer moment. And they're like really great all beef hot dogs. Like look, look at Costco, like their hot dogs smack. So Buy some quality hot dogs, throw them on the grill or do them where, you know, or bake them or whatever. A great part is it's such an easy thing to prep. And then just like go to town with the fixins. So like get like some brioche hot dog buns, get a little bit of onion, make a little Chicago style, get a little. I like to do mine with hot, a good hot dog and then do cream cheese, hot sauce, uh, cheddar cheese, and then put it in the oven and let everything get a little bit all melty, melty. Mm, I um, love, I'm. 
love a hot dog. No, like love a hot dog. And like they're so fun for kids to eat. But like if you just need to judge it up for you, just go get some fun toppings. Or like Google how to make one. What's that hot dog that you always like to get? In Port- Portillo's? Yeah. Like do like you could. Yeah, Chicago style. Yeah, make a Chicago style yeah. hot dog. Ooh, my mouth Or like do a chili dog or just do like some delicious like ketchup mustard, like really good relish vibe. Like there, the possibilities are endless. When it comes to a hot dog, again, I really recommend cream cheese, hot sauce, and cheddar cheese. Chef's kiss. That sounds... Do you mix them all together or... So, like, I'll put the cream cheese on. Well, here's like what Like, you I just do. lather it on the dog? Just, like, a little bit, yeah. A little cream cheese. Okay. And then a little bit of ched. And then I put it in the oven. We'll let it get a little melty. A little bubbly, if you will. And then just dab with little Franks. Wow. It's a golden trio, Elizabeth. And then... Where you did know- you find... Where did you come up with that? Okay, so my in-laws i feel like we talked about them a lot on the last podcast yeah. but um one of their my sister-in-law whenever we had her daughter's birthday parties her kids really like hot dogs but like danielle always has to do the most the most so instead of just like having a hot dog bar we have like a hot dog bar and it is top-notch amazing oh you could do like a sauerkraut moment oh yeah sauerkraut yeah. sauerkraut on a hot dog so i know it's like kind of a weird one but i'm just saying like hot dogs are super easy to cook they're super affordable because i really want to be bringing some more like budget-friendly yeah. recipes because i've really noticed that like groceries are ridiculously expensive i'm actually doing a fridge slash home clean out this week mm-hmm. so i'm not going grocery shopping this week and just making do with what i had um and I can't, and that's how I came up with, that's also how it reminded me of the hot dogs, because I found hot dogs in my freezer. Perfect. And I've been, we made those and they were delicious. I love that. So I'm also using up like other stuff in my house too. So for example, I looked in my laundry cabinet and you know what I found? What? Those gain like scent boosters. Yeah. Like those little bead things. Do you uh-huh. use those? No, I don't. I have a sample from when I bought my washer dryer. They like gave me a sample, but I haven't used them yet. Okay, so I've barely ever used them. Found it, and I'm like, I don't even remember buying this thing. I started using them. Game changer, Elizabeth. Amazing. Honestly, mm. full disclosure, I'm not interested in people DMing me telling me that that has some toxins in it. I don't really want to go there right now. <laughs> it has made me enjoy folding my laundry. Okay, well, I mean, that's worth the toxins. So, like. <laughs> So if you like want to, it is, I can't explain to you the simple pleasure that adding scent boosters to my washing machine has made for me. And like my kids jammy smelled so good. Yeah. And I only use the littlest bit. What, what do you know what the scent is? Because I had bought some thinking that I was really going to love it and I couldn't stand the scent. Okay. So that's a good question. So I used, I think it was actually a downy and it was green, but I want to try a lavender. No, it was the lavender that I bought and oh, you it hated? was horrendous. Like I hated walking into my closet. No. I hated the way my clothes, like I used it one time. So maybe okay. don't get lavender. Maybe don't get lavender. And I also don't think I'm going to use like with every load of laundry, but Especially like with sheets and stuff. Yeah. Like sheets or ta- a load of towels. I mean, how nice would that be? I'm going to look up some of them. Um, okay. So, yeah. It's Downy Unstoppables. That's the one I was using. Just the green. The green cap. Is that like original? You're asking a lot of good questions. It looks to be just the original. Oh, fresh scent. Okay. I got the purple one. Do not get the purple one. Okay, hot take, do not get the purple one. So anyway, I'm going to go buy some. I'm going to kind of break my shopping ban, and I'm going to go buy some because I'm so excited about them. But that's just my challenge for everybody this week. I want you to look at things in either your fridge. No. I want you to look at things in your pantry, your deep freeze, your laundry room, or like any of your beauty products. Mm -hmm. And like take a thing out that you don't use on a daily basis 
and like try to fall back in love with it and then if you don't let's just move on from our life so i'm going to kind of do a similar thing with some of my hair and makeup products because Mm -hmm. i take up like two cabinets full in my bathroom yeah and i do use the same thing so like Mm -hmm. either i'm gonna love it and i'm gonna use it or i'm gonna move on with my life i love it Okay, so that wraps up our episode. Thank you guys so much for listening to the Carpool Podcast. Head over to the Carpool on Instagram and we can post some more behind-the-scenes things and some of the things we talked about. Uh, Please leave us a five-star review and let us know any feedback you might have. Thank you guys so much for listening. We'll talk to you next time. Thank you for listening to the Carpool Podcast with Kelly and Liz. Make sure you're subscribed so you never miss an episode. And if you enjoyed riding with us, tell everybody you know. There's room in the car for everyone.